0: Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like Today, Tobias almost got a very panicked message from me because I could not find this film anywhere on Netflix I typed the title in multiple times, I tried all caps like that would somehow help But whatever I did, I could not find Jughead anywhere But just then, as stress levels were about to hit an all-time high, it hit me This week's film isn't called Jughead, it's called Jarhead Jughead is a character from Riverdale played by Cole Sprouse. My name is Liam. And sitting opposite me is a man who I believe would look dashing in some camouflage. It's Tobias.
1: Oh, uh, dashing because you wouldn't be able to see me. And
0: Improved instantly. <laughs> um, yeah, Jenny had a Jenny had a bit of a mare. <laughs> oh. I, I typed it in and it was like, I must have just put a wrong letter in. Nope. Okay, all caps. Nope. Then I just sat there fuming at my telly for a minute, going, I don't know what to do. And then I was like,
1: Oh okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I watched it first, didn't
0: I? Yeah, I think you must. You must have started about an hour before me, at least.
1: Maybe, yeah. Because I, when I you, met... when
0: you, yeah. When you messaged me and said I've now I've done the film, I was about an hour into it. Yeah, yeah.
1: But we were watching it exactly the same time, like Pretty Star yeah. just... lovers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were. My initial plan was to get it done a bit earlier, so we probably would have been on par. But then I had some unexpected jobs to get done. So oh, don't you hate unexpected? jobs? Unexpected, I had. I had to do one of the
1: manliest things I've ever done. Yeah, I had to call
0: a scrappy to come pick up some scrap metal from really? the garden. Yeah, I did, yeah.
1: <laughs> I sent some emails. That's what I did. <laughs> oh, you
0: did work and I became a man.
1: <laughs> I, I got myself, well, I got us work for Christmas. So, nice. hey. <laughs> nice. So, we watched a film. We did. It was not called Jughead. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> the film we watched here on the Manic Film Club was... Jarhead Instead of combat This film focuses on the long lonely days spent at war And the caustic humour soldiers employ to deal with unbearable conditions Starring Jake Gyllenhaal Peter Sarsgaard Chris Cooper Directed by Sam Mendes
0: Yeah um, Now I will say that I, I, I will pick a couple of holes in the description I don't think it's accurate to say it focuses on the long loneliness Because it does not Their entire timeout is four days, four hours, and one minute. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. It's it's over so so intense. So I I don't think it did handle the loneliness of being at war. Because actually, if anything, it does the opposite of showing you the camaraderie of it.
1: Yeah. you know it does, actually. You're Um,
0: you're right. And I will say that I have openly said, I'm pretty sure on Castwell, that I am not a war film person. No. But actually, best war film I've seen.
1: I actually was surprised by how much humour there was. Hmm. Because I don't go into—I know it says it in the description—but I don't go into war films expecting a lot of humour. No, I think... unless it's a spoof comedy take yeah. on something.
0: Yeah, but yeah. this wasn't. This was a what I would imagine to be a quite
1: honest depiction of
0: some of the elements.
1: Yes, yes. Um, basically, I think from what I've read, there's a lot of urban legends about what yeah. happens in the Marines and things. But this basically gave it all to one character. Um, yeah, makes sense. At, Played by Jake Gyllenhaal, who plays Anthony Swafford. Yeah. Um, what What did you think of Jake in the role? Um, he fought for it. He did he? Yeah. He, uh, he almost didn't get it. He he uh, auditioned and fluffed the audition. You know, he didn't do that well. Realized he didn't do that well, uh, and ended up having he ended up. Sending Sam Menders extra messages and things When he, he hadn't it. heard back uh, And he was up against people like Toby Maguire And I think Christian Bale oh, And right. other people who
0: I think Christian Bale would have been too serious for this
1: Oh, he would have done his animal voice And it was just like Go away, Christian You're, oh, too, oh, ang- oh, oh, oh. you're too angry um, In um, fact, I can tell you what his audition scene was What's that? Uh, it's when he... Touched himself in the bathroom bit. No, that I can tell you, that was the last scene hit shot for
0: the film. I feel like you need a happy ending to anything. Yeah, it
1: actually. was indeed a happy ending. <laughs> uh, oh dear. Ironically, uh, it
0: wasn't because he sobbed his way and banged his head on the wall.
1: Yeah, but sometimes you know, some you people people react different ways. <laughs> uh, but what yeah. is whatever floats your boat. Um, but the scene that he auditioned with and didn't do very well in the actual audition itself was when. The guy, he's showing how to... They're doing the gun. Mm. And he ends up flipping out uh, and turning the gun on him and then on himself. It was a very intense all, scene. It was, but he didn't do that well in the audition. I think that's a odd choice of audition scenes. No, I get that. As someone who has to audition, they gave him an intense scene. I suppose you want to see people's interpretation Is of it because you act- could have gone lighter with it or too yeah. hard with it. Um, what I like... About it is when they did it for real, because obviously Jake Gyllenhaal did get the, the thing. Yeah, uh, I think the character he does it with is Fergus, played by Brian, Garrity. Garrity. Yeah, I, I, I will but, say yes. Yes. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Two things to note: Jake Gyllenhaal was so intense it actually upset the actor Brian Garrity, and they fell out. So the uh, apology later was not. Meant to be in the script But they put it in to help the actors get over it (laughs) (laughs) But What I found out was that Jake Gyllenhaal During the scene When he puts the gun to himself Knocked his own tooth out With the gun because he was too intense So yeah Um, Apparently Sam Mendes In the end went with Jake Gyllenhaal And I think, I don't know This is a bit of a backhand It's a a compliment because obviously he cast him But he didn't think that Jake had been stretched enough in other films he'd done. Oh, really? I would like to point out that Jake Gyllenhaal is in Donnie Darko and had that year done Brokeback Mountain. And it was just like, oh okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean my opinion of him is that I find him generally, I think he comes across with a sense of arrogance to him.
1: Or Jake in Gyllenhaal. some
0: of, yeah, in some of his in just the way he carries himself in films. Uh, even when it's like Donnie Zarco isn't an arrogant character, no. but there's that. I think it honestly, it, it might sound like an insult, it's not meant to. I think it's his face, just the way he kind of, I think the natural look he has on his face feels quite arrogant sometimes. Yeah, and he's got an arrogant looking face, and I think that came through for me a little bit. But for me, uh, this isn't this is an ensemble film. Oh, because yes, it focuses okay. on him, but it's all about everyone.
1: I, right, I'll tell you who my favorite character was. Okay. Uh, it was actually, and this is unusual, because I'm not a massive fan of this actor, uh, but Jamie Foxx's sergeant's yeah. sergeant, staff <laughs> yeah. and what cemented it was his reaction to one of them being shot in the head and dying, yeah. and he was just, his reaction to that was just almost, ah, oh, goddammit. It. <laughs> it I mean, it's good. I think it did get
0: some accurate moments of just how some of the officers carry themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but then it does show you the moments where they kind of become human. Yes. Which, and actually, with um, Jamie Foxx's character, you really saw that. Yeah. He had the shouty moments, the bossy side, but then he became that friend.
1: Well, actually, I, yeah, that was a good thing. In the in the training, he was hard, he was tough, he was a bad guy almost. Yeah. But actually, when it came to the real situation, he was understanding. He, well, you know, he showed I think... camaraderie. The thing to to remember, and I've, I've seen interviews
0: with actual higher-ranking things from different, different programs and films and documentaries, and they say all the good high-ranking officers understand that when you're actually in it, in the thick of it, you are all the same.
1: Yeah.
0: The only difference is one of you has to give the orders for people to potentially die. Yeah. That's the only thing that that really changes. When, when it comes down to you running across, you know, no man's land... Or yeah. whatever, you are just another person. Yeah. So I think that is important to, to remember. But, yeah, I think I would agree with you, actually. I think uh, Staff Sergeant Sykes is one of the better characters, because you see a lot of him... And he, he's not in it from the very beginning. There's a good like half-an-hour no, no. period where he's just not in the film.
1: Um, I kind of... I'm going back to a real-world thing here, because I, I found things out while I was researching this bit. Yeah. So, obviously, you... Jake Gyllenhaal's character Anthony and Peter Sarsgaard's character uh, Alan Troy, they're paired, um, and there's a whole thing that obviously Marines and stuff become brothers. They're all kind of brothers while they're out there. Well, yeah. like three years later, Peter Sarsgaard actually married Maggie Gyllenhaal, so it became Jake Gyllenhaal's actual brother. <laughs> so that was fair. good. Uh, fair. I did know. Now, obviously, we assume that if you're listening to this, you've seen the film. Of course, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just gonna go straight to the end and go. Oh. Peter Sarsgaard's character dies. How do we know how? Not right. So this is based on the book. Oh, okay. In the book, it was a car crash. Oh, okay. But they do not specify in the film. I wonder if we see it in one of the three sequel films. I know. There's and actually that was one <laughs> of the because obviously you didn't find it at first because you were putting the wrong thing in. No. I typed in Jarhead and the sequel came up first and I went, yeah. but this is literally just called Jarhead. Just. <laughs> You know, I didn't put any extra words in So this is just Jarhead Then you've got Jarhead 2, Field of Fire Jarhead 3,
0: The Siege yeah. And Jarhead, Law of Return Not, it's, it's not even called Jarhead 4 It's just Jarhead, Law of Return Yeah um, The thing is, I, I, I enjoyed this film But I think I enjoyed it because of the bond between And the light-heartedness of some of this film Yeah. actually but it... that's something I'm not a fan of Some of the war films, how heavy they are And I understand why
1: Wait, the first time that the character of Anthony Swofford goes in to who will be his family, as it were, yeah. they pretend to brand him. <laughs> yeah. That's his introduction to them. Yeah, uh, And it was in that point that it just cemented to me that I am not a Marine. <laughs> I, I could not survive in that atmosphere at all.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's very hostile while not being hostile. Yes. We have this this thing that we've said that our social group is is quite bantery. Yes. And yes. some people like who newcomers coming into it would find it quite intimidating at times. Yes. We. It's got nothing on on this kind of banter. Oh no 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 no.
1: <laughs> I mean yeah. maybe next
0: time we meet up for D and D we should just randomly brand someone. <laughs> we could. You know what? The first person to properly die branded.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so good luck getting branded. I've got to say it will be me. <laughs> it will be you. And as uh, a DM, it will be you. No, you're not allowed to do no, that. Do that. <laughs> Although,
0: if I'm going to brand anyone, and it would be with my name, of course. Of course. <laughs> Although, actually, if we're going to brand someone with because uh, they've died, it should be with a character's name, to, a permanent part of them.
1: It'd be really, yeah. On yeah. your head. We've gone up from a tangent now. Sorry, I a... was just thinking about. We're branding. talking about D and D, but yeah. hey. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, my favourite scene. Okay. This is a bit of a weird one to go into as a favourite scene. There's a bit where one of the characters can't tell you what the character's name is. Okay. Uh, he puts on a film. Um, oh yeah, I also can't tell you the character's name. Yeah, they're, they're all around, all like, all like Jake and all. they're all, all the, all the main characters are there, and they're going to watch the film. It's VHS, yeah. um, and it's the Deer Hunter, and he puts the film in. Settle down. The film starts, but then it kind of scrambles a bit, and it's essentially a porno. Uh, And they're all laughing, going way until this character realises that it is his wife being seen to by his neighbour. And he has a breakdown while the others are kind of like, hey. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that scene for what it was. But later found out that actually that's quite a symbolic thing. that, That since the 80s, wives of the Marines who want to break up with the Marines have done that as a thing. Yeah, that, that is the um, way of doing it. And if you
0: if you listen to because obviously they put it on thinking they're watching the film, and then it cuts, it plays like a couple of seconds of it, then cuts to the to the, yeah. the sex, the the, yeah. the the sex, the sex. That's um, nice. and then obviously they, they he he gets taken out, and yeah. it stays on for a couple of a minute or so, yeah. and she kind of addresses the camera, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Yeah, and I think it feels like, and it, this was kind of what was happening with um Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Yeah. Of, I think a lot of the time, there's a lot of banter built around the fact that if you've got a partner, they're going to cheat on you. Yes. Oh, that very. And, much, and very even much. if they're not. Yeah. And I think it seems to be with the case of the the tape. It, yeah. it, for me, I interpreted it that as something similar to Gyllenhaal's character. Um, it feels like the army lad had accused her of something, and then she'd gone, "Well, if you're going to accuse me of it, I'm going to do it," because that's how that. Because she said. Now, it's someone like that. Now, who's doing something? It was. Like, it was a retort.
1: Yes, I'm wondering because I'm. I'm currently on our friend Wikipedia, right? Uh, and I'm just going to see if that mentions it in the plot, or is that too much of a small scene for it to mention? It might. I don't know. Uh, because it's for me, it's a memorable scene, but in the grand scheme of things, it's just one little anecdote, really. Yeah, I Do don't know what I think
0: was one talk. of my favourite scenes. What? Um, it was Christmas Eve. And it was, they were having a little party in their tent. Yeah. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character was meant to be doing the watch. Yes. And swapped out with um, one of the other lads, and who'd already done a shift, so was overtired. Yeah. And was cooking sausages on a little like campfire yeah. next to the artillery ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> and then it catches because he drifts. But you had that and it kept cutting back between the, the fire getting a little bit out of control and then p- full on
1: partying in the yeah. tent. And I thought that was quite a nice scene. Good. But you see, the thing is there was a lot of scenes which actually were just self-contained. Yeah. But that one had knock-on effects because, because Jake Gyllenhaal's character got in trouble. Even though he wasn't on watch he should have been. But that's the point he swapped with someone. Yeah. So he got he then was put on, is it called latrine duty? Where yeah. he had to deal with all the toilets, yeah, which was very nasty. Which I thought again, they used real feces for it, yeah, so he had a genuine reaction, yeah. because uh, it but would be he... hard
0: to fake that reaction because the natural like gut wrench that it would bring to you,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, so that makes sense. Um, he gets back down to rook, rookie, yeah, private, I... private, I mean, um, and then obviously that leads to the gun total flip out scene, yeah, so it, there is right. an actual. Train there And it, th-
0: that scene is very intense Very intense Um, Now kind of Obviously we kind of Did a little bit of a plot chat Which is fair Because it is an interesting plot Yeah um, What did you think about The acting in it Not necessarily just Gyllenhaal But all round All round I
1: can't fault anyone I can't point out A weak point A weak link No I think Because they all had Their own style of character Which is interesting From a different point of view because as a director and writer myself, yeah, I would be very scared to do what they did. A lot of it was improvised dialogue. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in Especially, you know, when they do their interviews. I did see that the interview things were, yeah. were improvised. Which Lucas Black as Chris Kruger hated. He's very <laughs> much a, a word the for word stick to the script. So Some he hated are. that. Some people are. But no, a lot of the a lot of the scenes were played out for natural banter that makes sense because the the kind of
0: banter they have between each other because of the camaraderie that yeah you have when you're in a like a little platoon or whatever the actual name of that is i think improvising it would make sense yeah yeah um, there were some moments which i don't necessarily think i gelled with and it was more it was the weird character like who had a was hiding over the sand dune with the body yeah, it was just like he was clearly unhinged. Yeah, and I generally thought he was going to be our first proper death.
1: But from my point of view, and this is, I guess, the strength and weakness. Well, maybe not a weakness. That's probably the wrong word. Right? Jake Gyllenhaal is weird he is. himself, but I'm not saying he's a bad actor at all. Uh, and actually, I think I have a lot of respect for him in this particular film. Mm. Because he is very watchable, and you, even when he's being a bit weird, go along with it. Yeah, but he does intensity. Oh yeah, his very intensity so. is—he, I think he's probably one of the most intense actors I—I I watch. Really, yeah. uh, I've seen him in quite a lot of. We've we've seen him in films during this uh, podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, compare this to Velvet Buzzsaw.
1: The well, I R1. mean, yeah. He hmm. he played the uh, gay yeah, yeah. art guy, didn't he? I mean, he's got range. You can't say he yeah, yeah, doesn't you can't have,
0: have range. With that too. And I mean, obviously, we've we'll we've seen him in Spider Man as Quentin.
1: What's his face? Brenton Beck. Yeah. And I mean, that there's a thing called Nightcrawler. I don't know if you've seen Nightcrawler. I we haven't have a, seen it. I haven't. Seen uh, it. But again, that's another. That's a weirder side of him. Hmm. Um, he does that. I just don't know. The intensity was hmm. on point. Really, it's just like. I think he was a strong lead. Uh, but like with everyone else, everyone played their parts. Yeah, I, mean, I think
0: everyone f- fit into the group quite well in the, the roles they had to play. Um, yeah. When it comes to the actual like f- uh, cinematography of it and the way it was shot, I don't generally have that much to say because I don't really know what to say, except for the fact that when they were actually in combat, so when they were trying to protect yeah. the oil fields, which they yeah. basically didn't do for a while, Yeah. Um. It was. I found that quite tense when they were coming across the just burnt out husks.
1: That very. Yeah. That there wasn't. They got a good. The fun things were fun. Yeah, and were shot in a rowdy sense. But when there was when you were watching Jake Gyllenhaal wet himself. Yeah. That they. They didn't glorify. No, they they didn't didn't glorify.
0: Violence and actually that is one thing that the description Of the film did say that doesn't focus On the combat
1: no it doesn't it actually. is
0: it, fo- it focuses on the relationships That people used to get past it
1: But this is where right this is probably For what we tend to review This is yeah. one of the most famous directors Sam Mendes it, I mean it's also one of them Probably one of the more mainstream films yeah. Like big films because it's one I suppose I mean I you, already... you've got to think Sam Mendes has done two Bond films yeah. yeah that's all you need to say Really he's done two Bond films I've seen a play with from him uh which starred Matthew Perry and Hank Azaria Ooh. and stuff and you know he he knows his game <laughs> yeah you know um because war films isn't my it's not my genre no it's not my genre I've watched a couple war-ish films
0: because of yeah, this I, and I've seen a couple here and there generally and I think for me this is the right balance of humor yeah um and it yeah. wasn't so heavy because when they're super heavy it's almost uncomfortable at times um, but I they mean, had a really good balance.
1: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of i. I was surprised. Actually, I don't know if I was surprised really, but I wasn't expecting to see how much CGI there was. Yeah, like they put his nose bleeding at the beginning, and when they hit yeah. the
0: branding scene, I thought that was an odd choice.
1: Um, the 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 oil on fire was CGI. They CGI'd the, out a tattoo. Yeah, the scorpions were CGI Except for the one the actor had to hold up <laughs>
0: you No, know, you t- you know, we won't actually have scorpions fight I did think they were CGI when they were fighting
1: Yeah, because uh, it, was, it, cause actually, you...
0: it was actually the the way The smaller one ended up just dying It looked yeah. too animated to me yeah. But, you know, not enough for
1: me to go Bleh. No, but actually still Realistic looking scorpions Yeah, Yeah, it was the movement that let it down But they themselves looked really real Yeah, no, I agree Um no, I kind of, I felt the film need is was what it needed to be. Yeah. Apparently, there was, a in the original script, there was a lot more politics. Oh, really? But Sam Mendes decided to strip that out. I think that was a good call. Yeah. Because I, I don't think, think it needed.
0: I think they've added too much,
1: um, like, weight to the film. Uh, yeah, and actually, I mean, it was a two-hour film. Yeah. It didn't I, feel too bad. No, and I think that's a sign of a good film where you do. We we especially recently have seen shorter films that have that felt, felt long. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> um, I've had the um, the misfortune
0: of for several of the, the film club films ending up splitting them into m- m- multiple yeah. sittings, whether that's through for getting too tired or because of what kids being interrupted or having to do stuff. Yeah, um, I I didn't with this one. The yeah. only difference I had to pause it for ten minutes to to take a parcel for next door. Yeah, um. But I so I did actually watch this in one sitting pretty much. And yeah. it didn't feel
1: overly long. No, because actually the scenes run into each other. There, everything. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it, it is it was, interesting. Uh, yeah. And it, I do think the humour oh, is, really. is, is one of the main things there that carries this film. It does. If the humour had been missing, it would have been harder work. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And actually, if they'd left all the politics stuff in, it would been hard at work. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I I thought, well, I suppose we'd kind of get well, into... Well, I think we can
0: move on to the, the rating system. Yeah. Now, here at The Manic, we don't rate it on a like percentage out of like 100, for example. Ron Tomatoes gave it a 61%. That's actually one of the lower ratings we've had.
1: Yeah, which I suppose, though, I, I mean, I know this sounds weird, but because it was more mainstream, I reckon more people have seen it. So oh. therefore, more people. Have, well, it is well based not... on two hundred critics, yeah.
0: reviews and stuff. Um, so sixty-one percent. Uh, we don't do it on that. We simply say, is it a hit or is it a miss? What? Well, because why overcomplicate things? Yeah. A hit is: did we enjoy the film? Does it have any rewatchability for us? Uh, would we tell people about it? Generally, general, all-round enjoyability. And yeah. a miss, direct opposite. Nice and simple. Tobias, what was jarhead for you? Not drughead. Not
1: drughead different review um for jarhead considering it's a genre that doesn't interest me as much yeah um i enjoyed the performances i would actually recommend it yeah if i'm unlikely to choose to watch it again but if it i if i caught it like on tv i would i wouldn't be i wouldn't switch it over and in fact a little bit of me would kind of see what I want to know what they do with the sequels a little bit. I was going to say, at the very least, at some point, if I had nothing else
0: to watch and couldn't make mine up, I might watch this, the second one just to see where yeah. they go with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, for me, I have to say it's a hit. I, you know, I liked that's, it. That's I enjoyed fair. it.
0: Um, I mean, I'm
1: fairly on the same side as
0: you. Um, this is definitely not my uh, genre. No. War films are not the thing I would choose to watch
1: yeah. generally
0: um that it's up it's above sports films but that's not hard because sports films are at the bottom of my my options yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so keeping in mind that it is not my genre by choice yeah i think i'd have to give it a hit as well yeah because i did i enjoyed this film i am considering watching at least one of the sequels and we'll see how that goes and then maybe well, who knows yeah. um i don't much like you, I don't think I'll rewatch this film, but that's not because I didn't enjoy it. But I've said before, I don't really rewatch films generally. Yeah. Um, unless it's a film I really enjoyed and thought maybe my partner would like it, and then I'll watch it with her. But I, this is that's not one of these films. No. So no, I don't. If this was on telly and I was just doing something like doing some DD yeah. prep and want some noise, I might yeah. I'd probably leave it on.
1: Uh and actually, what I would say is, if you are a Jade Gyllenhaal fan, it's a must see. Oh, yeah, because actually he is good in it. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. definitely good in it.
0: Okay. So, yeah. so, Tobias, now the real question here is what can I watch next?
1: Next time on the Manic Film Club, we will be watching Shimmer Lake. Oh. Unfolding in reverse time, this darkly comic crime thriller follows a local sheriff hunting three bank robbery suspects, one of whom is his brother. <laughs> Starring Benjamin Walker, Rain Wilson, directed by Oren Uzale. Oh, that I probably have said that name wrong. Oh, probably. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool. Um. So yeah, um, I'm just making sure. Yeah, that's correct. I have made <laughs> sure that that is the the next one we were watching, and yes, it is. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so again, a very different film. Yes. Who was the cast? Uh, I can't remember Benjamin Walker, who I'm not sure about, but Rain Wilson.
0: He's so, yep, yeah,
1: we've got a name. Yeah, okay. um, I've seen it on. It might actually already I you were be. I was about to just say I've no, seen no, no. it, and I was like, that's no, no. not
0: how this is meant to work.
1: No, no, I've seen it. I think it's on my list, and I think it's been on my list for a while.
0: Right.
1: Okay. Because I like the concept of seeing things in backwards, uh, in yeah. reverse time and stuff, uh, but I've just never been in the mood to see it. Yeah, I've so I'm got, kind of I've glad got that loads of
0: that it. on my, my Netflix list Where I've got yeah, yeah I want to watch that But then when I, I've got nothing to watch and I sit and go through my list I'm like I don't watch any of yeah. these And then
1: <laughs> you do that thing just just some, Well you don't because you've you kind of countered that But for me sometimes I go I want to see a film I've already seen, I have a lot of DVDs
0: <laughs> um, Yeah it's, it's, it's the equivalent of Putting a playlist of all your favourite songs But then skipping most of them when you try listening listen to them Going I don't want to listen to this one
1: I've I done. I've done stuff like that. I'm I like do. these are my favourite songs, but yeah. I don't feel like them right now. <laughs> I, I do that. I
0: put playlists on Spotify of all my like favourite songs from musicals together, so I just shove yeah. them on around the house, and then I'm, I'm like, I'm like that's it. This one, that's yeah. it. If they're, they're all favourites, <laughs> yeah. um Okay, so yeah, that's what we're gonna watch next. Now, when this episode goes live, Tobias will also post a poll over on Twitter, Hello. um which is at the manic. No, it's not. This yes, it is. It's at The Manic with two N's. Very, very important. important. Especially if I you remember what little, the name of the podcast is. I had a little breakdown there. <laughs> it's more of my mind went, is it Manic Podcast? Or is it The Manic? Is it just Manic? <laughs> and in the process, I became Manic. So it's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's-, it's very on brand. Um, so yeah, Tobias so will put a poll over on the Twitter just to for you to have a vote. Basically, see if you thought it was a hit or a miss. Yeah. Simple. I mean, I would have thought this was going to get some decent
1: reviews of people if, if, if they do get i adult. would imagine so and i tell you what it's less than 90 minutes it is it's it's, it's... yeah yeah so that... that's always pleasing to the eye that it's less than 90 minutes that's it's always lovely. pleasing to the eye unless it's a really bad film where it feels so much longer <laughs> it's 90 minutes but yeah. it feels like three hours
0: true 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 yes. now obviously the twitter is where the poll will be, That's but Twitter. Twitter is the second best place to keep you up to date with all things manic. Tobias, where's the best place? LinkedIn. Oh, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's oh, someone like someone went grandad up there. <laughs> I was calling LinkedIn grandad, by the way. Um, not you.
1: I, I should have said MySpace,
0: <laughs> Bebo. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I think you're referring to our Patreon. Yeah, I am. The best For place exclusive content. Yeah,
0: lots of exclusive content. You gain access to our Discord server, yeah, where you, you get do. to chat to me and Tobias, as well as all the other lovely uh, manics.
1: Yeah, the Mannix, yo.
0: Yeah. Um, and now is an interesting time to be part of the Discord, as we are between seasons. Yes. Season three is gone. Season four is yet to come over the hill. And
1: you know what that means? Ooh. You get to help shape season four.
0: You do. You get to have some influence. Yeah, you do. And then we get to spend the rest of season four moaning about your decisions
1: well we are indecisive we're trying to choose a certain yeah. thing we're going to offer that out to our yeah. our manics and then we'll regret that yeah, we <laughs> that's yeah. that's how 100%. it just goes a hundred percent yeah but
0: the patron is the best place to keep up date with everything yeah, and the lowest tier is a pound
1: just a pound pound a month put your hand down the sofa you probably got a pound there definitely and lots of teaspoons if you live in my house Teaspoons on your sofa Yeah the, You just find that They disappear I, every now and then I've only got two teaspoons now I keep throwing them out With the yoghurt pots Well honestly like, It's just uh, like What <laughs> I am, I am
0: <laughs> I'm away tomorrow Obviously, I'm coming to see, you for, to see you Yeah Um, And I said to Amanda I said right While I'm away You've got two things I need you to do Sort some bits out In the garden And can you please When I come home Can we please have some Teaspoons back in the drawer Because <laughs> at the moment I do not know Where any teaspoons are And we own at least 12 <laughs> <laughs> I was like There have been multiple cases over the last day or so Where I've been like, I could really do with a teaspoon Not a clue You try it from one of those tiny yogurts with a huge spoon It's just not doable, you look silly well,
1: I Honestly, I only have two teaspoons And I had black teaspoons Purple teaspoons and blue teaspoons I've got two black teaspoons, that's it now And you I you don't have, know yeah. I don't know what I've done with them And it has to be me, I live alone,
0: live alone. <laughs> Which uh, would make it more sense to just having two teaspoons But the
1: fact you should have more Yeah, I know. It's like, but I take the teaspoons out before I throw the yoghurt pot away. But I, what do I do? Where am I putting them? (laughs) (laughs) So to find out the conclusion to the
0: teaspoon saga. (laughs) There's no conclusion to this. (laughs) Will Amanda find the teaspoons? Will she clear the garden? Will Tobias ever find the critters that have been stealing his multicoloured teaspoons? (laughs) Tune in on the following (laughs) spoon-based minis. <laughs> oh, now, Tobias, I believe before we start committing ourselves to cutlery-based episodes, we should probably
1: spoonings. Ex- <laughs> ex- it's a very
0: different thing. Uh, I'm going to go into Sporks I think forks of the of the way. I feel um... like we are we're descending. So, Tobias, it is time to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> stay safe, everyone, and most importantly, stay manic.